today's email comes from Yochanan Iskowitz. It's a long email. I'll just read part of it. And he says, he's been on and off Naviomi for 17 years. And ever since he started watching the Shir, he feels like he's watching it live. And Baruch Hashem, I'm still keeping up. Ever since he started watching, he realized that he knew me from somewhere, some yeshiva, somewhere, wasn't sure where, until we got to Psachim Daf Lamed Omid Beis. He started telling a story how I had a Hagalah's Kalim store right across the street from Chaim Berlin. And one day I stuck my hand into the pot to retrieve a becher that was on the bottom of the pot with a very long glove, and the water crept into my glove and burnt my hand. I had third, third degree burns. And then he realized that he worked for me in that store. That's how he knew me. That was my first introduction into Kashrus, and I've been involved in Ashgacha since. And he says, don't worry, your burn did not go in vain. He's trained countless Mashgichim over the years, and he always tells over the story, and he's hoping that the story made him understand that Ashgacha is not just fun and games, you have to, be, you have to take it seriously. Call a kavod to you and the entire Daft team for making this a success. And may we all go, Mechayel, Chayel, Yoichanon, Itzkowitz. Thank you. So if a person has a crop, he takes the first 2%, gives it to the Kayin as Truma, then he takes the next 10%, and gives it to Levi as Meiser, then he takes 10% and gives it to himself. Meiser Shane, either he can redeem it for money and bring, and bring the money to Yerushalayim and eat in Yerushalayim, or he brings the fruit to Yerushalayim. What if he brings the fruit to Yerushalayim? Can he use that fruit as matzah? So we have Machlokes Rabbi Yosei Aglili and Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Yosei Aglili says you cannot use Meiser Shani for matzah. The Torah says Lechem Oini. It's pronounced in a very interesting way. It should say Lechem Oini. What's Oini? Oini says Rabbi Yosei Aglili sounds like Aninus or Oinen, someone who just lost a beloved one, who he himself is also to eat Meiser Shani. Memelo, you can't make a matzah out of Meiser Shani. Rabbi Akiva says no. You could make a matzah out of for Lela Seder that is from Meiser Shani. We have a ribui, matzis, matzois, to include Meiser Shani. So why does the Torah say it in an interesting way, Oini? That there's a lot of things, there's a lot that's said on the matzah, the Haggadah, Halo. But the fact that it says Lechem Oni, we read it Oini, but why does it even say Lechem Oni? What do we learn from Lechem Oni? It says Rakiva comes to exclude dough that was kneaded with wine, honey, or oil. You're not yoyed to that on the Leil Seder. The fact that Bikiva was once a guest by Rebbe Yezer and Bishua, and he kneaded the dough with one of those wine, honey, or oil, and they didn't say anything to him. That's because that happened on the second days of Yantav. Second days of Yantav are okay. We're talking about the Lila Seder. According to Tanakama, even though you're not allowed to use wine and oil to knead the dough, but you're allowed to use them on top of the bread to give it a shmir, to give it a shine. And according to Chachamim, since you can't knead it with wine and oil, you can't use it for ketof either. You can only use water to smear it. What if you did knead it with the wine and the oil? According to Rabbi Gamliel, you have to burn it right away. According to Chachamim, you may eat it. Meshuvah Levi told his sons, when you're making me the matzah for Lela Seder, don't mix it, don't mix the dough with milk. But for the rest of the days, you can. Now, what about the halacha that you can never mix milk into bread? Where geyser, perhaps, you might eat it with meat. So either he, he meant to say, don't mix it with honey. He never said milk. Or, he was talking about a very small amount of dough, the size of a bullseye. And a bullseye, we're not concerned, you can even mix milk. But according to everybody, you can't knead the dough with lukewarm water. That will create the chametz a lot quicker. What about a mincha? 30 of the 40 breads are matzahs. And you could knead it with warm water. Why is that? Now, even though the mincha can be kneaded by a Yisrael, but it has to be done inside the Azara. Therefore, 
the Kohanim who are Zrizim are watching over them, are making sure that it won't turn into Chomet. But to soak the kernels in water, that's not permitted, that can be done after the Bishamidosh and Mela, the Kohanim don't have control over it, and it's Asr. The Oimer, the Minchas Oimer, you could soak. And the reason is, since it's a carbon seaboard for the community, they put the Bezdin in charge to, to make sure that everything's done properly, and we're not concerned that it'll become Chomet. Bikurim, the first fruit of the Shivas Haminim, goes to the Kayim. Can the Kayim make a matz out of Bikurim? In the beginning, Rabbi Kiva wanted to say, but there's no machlaikas. Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yosef both agree that you cannot make matz out of Bikurim. But Rabbi Kiva wanted to learn it from the hekish between a matz and marar. It says in the Pazik, a matz is from Rabbi is a hekish just like marar is not part of Bikurim, so too matz and the Gemara is doichet. Rabbi Kiva retracted. In fact, both Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Yisrael both learn from the Pesach, you have to use a product that you could eat anywhere. Not just in Yerushalayim, like Bikurim. The Gemara asks on Rabbi Kiva, and we see that Rabbi Kiva actually agrees to this drush of this. Why is it that Meiser Shani is not excluded from B'chol Meshavisaychem. Rebekiva excludes Bikurim, because you can't eat it everywhere. What about Meisr Shani? You can only eat Meisr Shani in Yerushalayim, yet Rebekiva says you can make a matzah out of Meisr Shani. So Rebekiva is going to answer, because Meisr Shani is different. Meisr Shani has in it a kula, that if Meisr Shani becomes Tameh, then you can redeem it. Once Meisr Shani goes to Yerushalayim, you can never take it out. But if it becomes Tameh, you could remove it from Yerushalayim. You could be paid and take it out. So it has a kula, so you could Use Meisr Shani for matzah as well. When it came to Meisr Shani, Rabbi Yisaglili learned from Lechem Oini that uh, Oinein can't eat Meisr Shani, so he can't make a matzah out of Meisr Shani. Why doesn't he say the same thing that Bikurim Oinein can't eat, so he can't make a matzah out of Bikurim? The answer is because he holds like Rabbi Shimon that an Oinein could eat Bikurim. Rabbi Shimon learns that Bikurim, it says in the Pasuk, the word Truma, so that has Allah of Truma that he could eat. The fact that the Pasuk says specifically by Bikurim, you should be happy with all the good that Kosh Baruch bestows upon you. So it says you have to be happy, you can't be an Ainan. It says the Gemara doesn't come to exclude an Ainan, but rather to tell us that when you are happy, from the season that you're happy, when the, when the crop grows, in other words, from Shavuos until Sukkot, when you bring Bikurim, you say the Psukim. But from Sukkot till Chanukah, you don't have that joy, then you don't say the Psukim. According to Chachamim, Ainan uh, is actually Asr in Bikurim because they compare it to Maiser. Maiser Shani, which is Asr by an Ainan. Lechem Aini, that has to be a poor man's bread, comes to exclude bread that's cooked like a bagel or a very large bread. And from Matzis Matzis, another reboy we have from Matzis Matzis comes to include very fine flour, even that of Shlema Melech, that you remove all the bran. It's still kosher for Matzah. It's still considered Lechem Aini. Have a wonderful day.